Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hypopolyglot, a podcast dedicated to helping others learn languages. I'm your host, Thad Schmink, and I'm glad that you're listening in. In today's episode, I would like to share a few behaviors with you that are highly linked to success in the classroom. I think you'll find that incorporating these behaviors may help you to significantly improve your language skills, as well as potentially help you increase your academic performance as well. So stick around. I think most world language teachers would wholeheartedly agree that there is no one-size-fits-all way to go about learning another language. What works for one student may not necessarily work for another. Now that being said, I think that many teachers would also agree that there are definitely a few behaviors that can significantly increase most students' chances of success in the classroom. And I want to share five of these behaviors with you today. Well, all right, let's dive in. Behavior number one, show up to class ready to participate. Now I know that this one seems like a no-brainer. However, I cannot stress enough how important participating is to learning a language. You can't master a language that you don't practice. In other words, you can't just sit and observe and then expect to do well. You have to get out there and you have to use the language. And a traditional classroom gives you lots of opportunities to talk in your new language, listen to a lot of the language, and get lots of feedback at the same time. All three which are critical to learning a language. So unless you have access to online tutors or family members who can speak with you and give you lots of feedback, be sure to make the most of your class time. Because if you think that you can just do this later on, it's almost impossible to recreate those same experiences. Plus, keep in mind that when you participate in class, your teacher is able to see what your strengths and your weaknesses are. And then he or she can adjust lessons and materials appropriately to help you. So by participating, you can actually help your teacher better serve you which will definitely increase your chances of success. Behavior number two, don't be afraid to make mistakes and lots of them. Believe it or not, the more mistakes you make, the faster your brain learns and reprograms itself to get things right. Making mistakes is just part of the process. And if you are afraid of making mistakes, consider this. First, I can attest from my teacher's point of view in the classroom that most students are not really paying attention to you. They're usually busy thinking of their own answers or they're distracted by something else completely. And if other students are paying attention to you, they're probably truly listening to you to learn from your mistakes, not to judge you. In fact, most are just relieved that they didn't get called on. So don't worry about what others are doing or thinking. Just go for it. Behavior number three. Students who excel tend not to beat themselves up for making mistakes. So... If you do make a mistake, cut yourself some slack. Again, making mistakes is just part of the process of learning. Personally, I tend to think of making mistakes like this. If I have to make an average of 10 mistakes before I finally get something right, well, then I want to get those 10 mistakes out of the way as fast as possible. So don't let your mistakes define you or slow you down. Use them to get better, faster. Behavior number four. Be creative with the language. Try to play with the language instead of just giving simple, short answers. And you can do this by stringing more information together or by using words that interest you that you've looked up on your own or by manipulating your own reality a little bit. 
So when the teacher asks you a question like, what are you going to do after school today? Instead of saying nothing or I'm going to do my homework, try to string more of the language together and say something like, I'm going to go home, I'm going to have a snack, then I'm going to do my homework, and then I'm going to help my mom. Or look up words that help you say things that you want to say. This way, you can say something like, I'm going to go home, and then my friends are going to come over, and then we're going to go to the county fair, and we're going to ride rides. Or play make-believe and say something to the effect of, I'm going to go home and help my mom, but my brother is going to go to a concert tonight with his friends. I promise, no teacher is going to fact-check your answer to find out whether or not you actually have a brother or whether or not he's actually going to go to a concert. We just want you to use the language. So if making up extra siblings or making up more elaborate stories helps you to talk more, go for it. And last, behavior number five. Listen to your classmates. Remember, the more you listen, the more your brain interacts with your new language. And as I discussed in several previous episodes, you want to give your brain as much exposure to the language as possible. So don't let what your classmates are saying go to waste. Plus, your peers may throw in a creative twist of their own that you might find to be entertaining or that might inspire you to be creative as well. And if nothing else, your peers might make mistakes that you can learn from, which may save you from making the same mistake when the teacher calls on you. And if you can't think of an answer on your own when the teacher calls on you, borrow someone else's answer if necessary. We as teachers would much rather you say something than nothing. Just don't let relying on other people's answers become a habit. Now, before I close, I want to say thank you to all of the colleagues and the students who I've worked with over the years who provided me with the knowledge and the experience to be able to bring you this information today, which really is a perfect example of what this podcast is all about, sharing the collective knowledge of many so that others may benefit. Well, I think that wraps things up for today. Until next time, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at thehypopolyglot at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook. I would love to hear from you. And in the meantime, get out there and start chipping away at your next language. Thank you for listening in. This is The Hypopolyglot.